When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. It's the Roy Nat and Freddie Mac Show replay. Now, Natalie Jones is off again today, not feeling well. We did have a surprise visit from her. Uh, we were in a meeting earlier today, and she was in the meeting. Yeah, she was here. I thought, oh, she's back. And then here we go. She's just she couldn't make it through, my man. No. And then poor Molly, she was she's sick today. Yeah, she was sounding like nasally, very self conscious about how she sounded. I get it. I sat beside her in a yeah. meeting, and she's she looked right at me. She's like, I'm sick, and I'm like, what? <laughs> Well, I spent the past three months with a little something. This is very true. So in really, out of the hospital. You're pretty much immune to it then. <laughs> Whatever it is, <laughs> you're, I am. You're immune to any and everything. Dude, I still, no, like, when, even at nighttime, I'm still wheezing. I'm like, can I be done with this? Yeah, the sickness is that last a long time. It's all right. Well, Prayers and good vibes and healing to all those that need it, Natalie mm-hmm. Jones and, and Molly included. And uh, Going to get yeah. a subscription service to Lysol. <laughs> Seriously, Just douse this place. Well, I saw in Clorox and all, <laughs> yeah. all the things. Any bleach companies? Clor- yeah. Clorox. Yeah. Remember, need remember that was a thing. Somebody be sick, and a professional company would come in and yeah. having to like super sanitize a restaurant <laughs> because somebody had COVID. Remember yeah. that? Remember that time? A weird time. Yeah, it really was. And then maybe they would put uh, little things over the debit card things that were, I guess, anti-COVID. I don't know oh, what they were. No, that I didn't feel like those things were because no. everybody touched on top of it. They're Put your this? debit code in with your PIN code with on top of the plastic that everybody else has but been touching. But the surface has this antibacterial. I don't know. Yeah, because the eight the uh, debit card machine is going to mm. get sick. Right. Got to protect the machine. All I'm saying is, I guess whatever was on the debit card machine, I want the studio lined in it. <laughs> Everything I touch in life. Yeah. I don't want to ever get sick again. That'd be amazing. Uh, yeah. Well, even though now we're down to Natalie Jones, the boys are still here. We're going to play yeah. some music, have fun. And for you right now, a lot of people are scrambling to their phones for the Kelly Clarkson code word. But on yeah. top of that, we got to get to the afternoon pick-me-up. Yellow card on the afternoon pick-me-up, the Roy, Nat, and Freddie Mac show. Starring Anthony. Hi, Anthony. Hey, what's going on, guys? Yo, yo, yo. How are you, bud? I'm good. How about you guys? Good. What are you up to this afternoon? Uh, Actually sitting in the parking lot waiting to pick up my oldest from school. That's a fun time. How old is your oldest? What grade? Uh, 12. 12. He's all seventh grade. You know, they probably don't know who Third Eye Blind is, but you do. Yeah. I do. I'm a, D, I'm a DJ, wedding DJ, so I know. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so we got you tickets to Third Eye Blind. Thank you so much for listening to us here on the Roy and Freddie Mac Show. Absolutely. Thank you guys so much. 
Um, was I the only one disappointed in the snow this weekend? Uh, I was not disappointed. Did you get snow? I didn't get Anthony, anything. Did you get anything in Fairfield where you are? Yeah, uh, in the morning was really bad, actually. I was going down to the uh, bridal show that was happening at the convention center, and it yeah. took me forever just to get down Route 4. Oh, the see, well, now, I will say... I didn't drive in it at all. I stayed indoors all day Saturday, but nothing stuck to my grass. Nothing. <laughs> and so I was like just staring, just watching it melt as soon as it hit my ground. And I'm like, come on. Yeah, Roy texts me, where's the snow? Oh. <laughs> Wherever it belongs. Everything hit in Fairfield. I know. Oh, man. Well, well, I, and then, of course, my fiance is trying to, you know, because I'm like ticked off freaking out because there's no snow and he's like we're in Cincinnati there's going to be more it will snow he's like calm oh, down don't say, don't say that either well will <sighs> I hope not but yeah this week this weekend did kind of feel like a fake out yeah and it was really really weird you said you did get some in Fairfield Anthony Fritch from the Jeff and Jim morning show uh in Ross they got a lot or it seemed like a lot but it almost immediately melted maybe after a couple hours yeah. So, but then there's other people in like other parts of the West side that didn't get anything. We didn't get anything on the East side. Right. He's not in Loveland where I'm at. So yeah, Roy, no, was, you, you apparently didn't get anything in Alexandria. No, so. I didn't. I didn't. Yeah. Well, I didn't. I'm not mad about it. Well, but today I planned. I went to the grocery store. Yeah, I did. fought the crowds. <laughs> I had everything packed up to be nestled indoors yeah. for 48 hours. I'm like, I could have gone out. <laughs> Turn over a new leaf, Roy. You did. Being a new man. What'd you do, bud? I uh, I bought a blender. Oh, bought okay. a blender, and uh, like NutriBullet. Oh yeah, big, for big for, for smoothies. Yeah, a huge smoothie guy. Uh, are ever, you? I don't know if you ever heard me talk about it. Don't ever see you with smoothies ever. What? Oh, it's been a little bit. That's probably why. Well, I bought them, so I bought a blender so I can make them at home. Okay. Trying to be a little bit more financially responsible. Sure. So. uh... Made my first one on Saturday. What'd you make? Was it green? No, it was more like purple, dark purple Ooh, color. Oh, that's dark cool. blue, dark blue maybe. Because I don't really have a name for it. Is there? My brother gave me this recipe, and it's bananas, blueberries, strawberries, mm. chia seeds, which I had a really hard time finding at the store. <laughs> yeah, I don't even I'm know where you'd go. I'd be looking at the planter section, yeah. wherever peanuts are. <laughs> right I know well. that's not right. Yeah. Some spinach is in there. Okay. Um, uh, and coconut water. So it was great. You know, it turned out delicious. Had a lot. Like, the, the thing is humongous. So I had a leftover. I even gave Cam some. Mm. He had his own little little sippy cup with some in it. Yeah. So Cam is, he wants, uh, Dad, like, let me, you got a big cup. I want to see it next to my cup. So I, I let him hold it. I close it. It's got like one of those protein uh, drinks, you know, like the little cap on it. Sure. So I close it and make sure it's secure. And he sits it down on the floor on the carpet next to his cup. Like, Dad, see, yours is so much bigger and mine is small. Opposites. Mm-hmm. He's learning opposites. And uh, he knocked it over like two seconds later. <laughs> of course, the top opens up and smoothie mm-hmm. everywhere. Like a huge little spot on the carpet. And I'm like, ah! Yeah. So now my carpet is like dark blue, purple color. Yeah. And that little stained spot right there. And I was, of course, I don't have any carpet cleaner, any spray stuff handy. Nothing. Nothing. That's kids, man. I know. I should know better than that. With a kid around, you got to have this stuff, you know, in stock. But no. But what luckily did- it wasn't the whole smoothie he knocked over, but enough of it to make a big stain on the carpet. Enough for you need to call a carpet cleaning company. Exactly. So if anyone knows anyone, uh, 
<laughs> I need some help. Doesn't zero res? It's like a zero res thing. Uh, they do that too. Yeah, yeah you got to call mm -hmm. them. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think of every when I was a kid. What did I ruin of my parents? I'm sure. I made a mess. I'm sure I've destroyed something. And maybe you listening right now, maybe yeah. you know something that your kid has destroyed. You can call us at 513-749-2320. I know my, I, I ruined my parents. Uh, they had an Azu 1995 Azuzu Trooper SUV. Oh, yeah. Growing up. And Azuzu. I played drums like as a kid. I still do as an adult. And I used to bang on the back door. Uh, that was like my in-car drum set. And the bottom half of the door, it was like this felt material. And I would just kind of kick the door as okay. if it was the drum kick. And uh, all the felt was just completely like it was like a cat just scratched at it a million <laughs> times. And it was just completely ruined. There's no way they could have resold that car. I don't even know what they did with it. They got rid of it somehow. Somebody bought it. <laughs> but it completely ruined the back doors. <laughs> Just pretending to have that to be my drum set. So that's my legacy. I, I haven't heard Zuzu in a minute. Oh, yeah. It was a long time ago, man. <laughs> that alone. Yeah, man. I'm like, oh, I remember those. Mm -hmm. Okay, 513-749-2320. What did you ruin or break? What did your kids ruin or break? And maybe if you're the kid, you know what you ruined. Uh, let's start things off with Lisa. Hi, Lisa. Hi. So tell us what happened. So when I was younger, I had tracked mud throughout my car, uh, throughout my parents' um, house on their carpet. So I was like, oh, no, I need to clean this up or I'm going to get my butt kicked. So I went to the kitchen, grabbed the cleaner underneath the sink and started cleaning it up. Well, my mom liked to use bleach um, for cleaning, and I used our Clorox cleanup on their blue carpet. Oh, yeah, All that's not good. Yeah. That's going to make it worse. <laughs> Because <laughs> yeah, now yeah. the color's completely gone. <laughs> yeah, seven-year-old me didn't know that. Yeah. So. Oh, no. Yeah, they had to replace the carpet. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So you got like a white, yellowy stain now? They used to cover it and then eventually replaced it. <laughs> yeah. It's one of those things, like, you get mad as a parent, but you're like, oh, they were trying to clean. I tried, yeah. Oh. <laughs> tried to clean it up, made it worse. Lisa, the Clorox and Kleenex, that's just not the combo. <laughs> no. Not the yeah. combo. Thanks yeah, for, it's not. Thanks for calling. Uh, I don't know about you. Whenever I use bleach in the laundry, I don't know how to not get a drop of bleach on me. Oh, you feel like you get it on your shirt Every time, no matter, it's like I almost yeah. need to wear an apron and gloves before I mess, because every single time, just, I think last week, one of my new favorite t-shirts, I went and I put a cap full of bleach in, yeah. and then and then two hours later, so I noticed a little drop of white on mm -hmm. my shirt. And I'm and like, a how? little bit does a big, a lot of damage. I'm like, how does That's that happen? I stopped using it altogether. It's too uh, dangerous. And I then mean. it like lingers in the washing machine. So like your next load... Like non that are like not white clothes. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, it's happened to me too. It's the dri drips on oh. blue shirts and stuff. Yeah, so annoying. Uh, let's go to Kenneth real quick. Kenneth, you can kind of relate to uh, Freddie Mac and his son Cam with the smoothie. Mm -hmm. Tell us what happened. Oh my gosh, five year old me just got a bunch of new Christmas presents. Family got a new computer, a new printer right next to it on a shelf below. We had the new Wii that just came out. Nice. It was a whole big thing, and I got a smoothie. Open cup. My parents gave me a little open solo cup smoothie. They had some. They gave me some. And I jump up on the desk chair, 
I slammed the smoothie into the computer screen oh. and it soaked into it. Completely. This is like this is one of the first flat screens. This is like going just from the box ones to the nice ones. Yeah. Ruined it. Oh. My mom came in, yelled, scared the dickens out of me. I slapped the computer into the printer. Printer <laughs> falls off the desk onto the shelf next to it where the Wii is sitting. Wii falls off and completely busts. <laughs> Five year old me just put my parents in a twelve hundred or yeah twelve hundred dollar yeah. hole. Yeah. Grand opening, oh. grand closing. Oh, because you got freaked out. <laughs> Very cartoonish. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> That's great, man. That's hilarious, Kenny. Thanks for calling, bud. Hope you have a great afternoon. Uh, you too. Thank you, guys. Uh, let's go back to let's stay on the topic of carpets. We've got a br- brand new shag carpet being ruined here with Sam. Sam, what happened? Hey, Sam. Hello. Hi. Yeah, what happened to the shag carpets? Okay, so I was out back, and I was going to tan. I was, like, between 10 and 12. And I'm a lot older than you guys, and I our lawn chairs were those little metal kind, and I stepped on it, and it came up and busted me in my nose and broke <laughs> my nose, but it was bleeding really bad. <sighs> so my parents had just got shag carpet that was orange and red. And as I'm going in, you know, crying and screaming, my dad says, not on a new carpet. Not on a new carpet. And I said, it's the same color. <laughs> my blood in the red carpet, yeah. And it's my, my I'm injured. <laughs> you still, all you're thinking about is right. the carpet. Right. Listen, shag carpet right. is expensive, man. Yeah. <laughs> I can imagine. Were there any good-looking colors of shag carpet ever? No. <laughs> no. No. Red, and they got red and orange. <laughs> yeah. You guys have no idea. My mom had, I don't know if you guys know what a pit couch is, I mean, back in yeah. the day. And it was crushed velvet, and it was orange. I'm sitting here thinking as I was talking to you guys, she must have had a thing for orange. Must have. <laughs> Well, it matched the carpet, so you just got you got to co- coordinate. <laughs> I used yeah, to I love the red carpet. Yeah, I through the front door. Yeah. Thank you, Sam, so much for calling. My church growing up had a red carpet. I loved it. Your church? Oh, yeah, I've seen churches loved red, carpet. red carpet. What is it about the red carpet? I, it just pops, baby. <laughs> That's what it is. Sure. Okay, real quick, real, real quick, let's end things up with Kim. Kim, you had a water fight in your home. I could only imagine what was ruined with that. Yeah, so uh, myself and my three siblings, when we were ages like 6 to 16, um, we decided to have a giant water fight up in the upstairs bathroom in my hallway. And when we went downstairs afterward, we found out the water was actually leaking through the ceiling. So my parents came home from wherever they were at, and, um, and we were like, oh, the toilet overflowed. Like, sorry, because that bathroom was never, like, really good. So, like, it had already, like, I guess when they built it, like, fell through the ceiling once. So we didn't use it very often. So the water damage then, like, it made it look like it was going to fall through again. So my dad, we're like, we cleaned everything up, like the toilet, but, like, we don't know what to do about the ceiling. So he's a tradesman or whatever, so he fixed it all up, patched it all up. And we didn't tell them until I was probably in my mid to late 20s, one drunken night with my parents, like, hey, you remember that? Remember the toilet overflowing? And he's like, yeah. He goes, that was so crazy. We're like, yeah, we had a water pipe. Sorry. Yeah. That's that's when the secrets come out. When, it you, does. when you're old enough yeah. to not get in trouble for it anymore. That, exactly. You know, yeah. that happened to me over the holidays, Kim. My parents asked me, because when I was just 16 years old, uh, <clears throat> I took Dad's pickup truck and I put it in a ditch. Ooh. And he's oh. like, the only thing that I think you've ever kept from me is the real reason of what happened that uh, night. 
He knows. Yeah. And so I told him, I'm like, I'm grown now. <laughs> no holds barred. Yeah, I'm grown now. You ain't going to get me in trouble. And so I told him it was the stupidest thing. I, he thought maybe I was on my cell phone or something, and that yeah. wasn't it at all. I got done uh, leaving work, and I was spooked that somebody was following me. So I pulled over on the side of the oh, road, yeah. and I just slowly crept into the ditch. By accident, <laughs> trying to trying yeah. to trying to lose the trail. trying to lose the, the yeah <laughs> yeah me being paranoid at sixteen years old wow you dude. know because also I lived in you know from the south in the Blue Ridge Mountains these wind windy scary country roads yeah. at nighttime I was spooked no street lights yeah but I told my dad I'm like if I wrecked being on my phone there would have been damage there was no damage to the truck but it was in the ditch yeah. and they had to pull it out yeah. so. <laughs> Get yeah, that, that all came out over uh, over Christmas break. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> just recently? just this recent Christmas. Oh wow, yeah. <laughs> he wanted great. to know the truth. I'm like, that's what happened. Hey, it's been a long enough time. You're not get, you're not in trouble, son. Uh -huh. You're an adult now, so tell me what really happened. I was 16. I called him all crying. <laughs> I put the truck in the ditch, Daddy. I need help. I need help. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you do. <laughs> you need help. Oh man, Kim, thank you so much for calling and sharing with us this afternoon. Thank you, guys. Uh, you know, this is What's Poppin' with Roy, Nat, and Freddie Mac on Q102. Uh, speaking of Kelly Clarkson, she says her kids will never use social media, at least as long as they're in her house. They're little kids now, but she said the internet is too dangerous, is too crazy, especially when your parents are famous. Yeah, and I agree. She has rightfully a, so. Her kids are about the same age as my nieces. Yeah, uh, which is like seven and nine, I believe. Yeah. And my my nieces want a phone so bad, so, so bad. bad because all their friends are getting phones. Right. And I'm so thankful my sister has not allowed that because I am I am terrified. Yeah, it's a gateway to the world. Even I'm terrified sometimes yeah. on the internet. I can't imagine a nine year old. Me too. That's why I'm very <sighs> careful with showing Cam. Like I, it's it's just a weird world out there full of. The Man. unknown. Right. You know and I mean? it's not regulated. So no, it's not. Um, like at least on like Nickelodeon and Disney, they can't show product placements. They can't do blah, blah, blah. They mm -hmm. can't try to manipulate your kids. And, you know, they try. They, they, there's rules that the FCC makes them follow on TV. Good. Uh, okay. So Jason Momoa, Aquaman, big yeah. star. Uh, the divorce has finally been filed. Two okay. years ago, they announced that they were going to be splitting up and they were walking down the road to divorce. Well, evidently, they were never able to mend because they did officially file for divorce so that is expected to be wrapping up uh so hopefully a quick divorce between them two and not a brad pitt level yeah was it like seven years yeah hopefully it's not that because it's already two years of a separation i thought his <laughs> i thought his was over no they've just been, been no. wrapped up since whatever we heard about it the first time just separated wow. but now it's official that's in crazy. So uh joey fatone and a uh, aj mclean of backstreet boys they're going on tour together isn't that wild? It is wild. Just I kind of wish it was the whole thing, though. AJ's the best singer in the group. I'm going to just put that oh. out there, too. AJ I, was was and is the best singer in the group. See, to me, it's not uh, Backstreet Boys. I said, Backstreet, I said uh, sorry. They're going on tour together. AJ from Backstreet Boys and Joey from NSYNC. Just for clarity, sorry. Oh, oh, yeah, that's right. They are two separate bands. How yeah. dumb am I? <laughs> I'm sitting there thinking he was part of the Backstreet Boys. AJ was, yeah. No, I meant the other guy. Oh, Joey. Yeah, no, Joey. Man, okay, that is kind of cool. 
All right. So they'll be able to do uh, songs from both catalogs. At first, I was against this. Now I'm a big fan of it. I do still, to what you said originally, though, I wish it was Backstreet going on tour and, and NSYNC going on tour. Right. And it was like they just go back and forth. Yes. Like hit for hit. Oh, my like gosh. One huge tour. That would be amazing. If those two boy bands yeah. came together for a tour, I'm telling you, it's it'd sell out stadiums. Oh, for sure. All over the globe. All over. Yeah, no, no, no. No question. No question. That's what's popping this afternoon. Oh, of course, the Golden Globes. We are going to get in all into the Golden Globes uh, later in the show today, too. Of course. Big recaps. I know a lot of people are talking about uh, uh, Joy uh, and his hosting, Joe, Joe Coy. Sorry, Joe Coy. You know, I always love it whenever we uh, have Cincinnati that's on a national list. Because yeah, people get to know about us everywhere else. And I happen to find the best and worst cities for an active lifestyle. Okay. And Cincinnati came in number seven on the list for the most active lifestyle. Love it. It's pretty That's good. One, one of the things I love about um, living here, because I moved here uh, three years ago, a little over three years ago, and people from where I lived in Virginia or where I grew up at in Maryland, they're always like, do you like it? How is it? I'm like, there's always something to do. And where I lived in, when I lived in Virginia, uh, where I was living there, there wasn't it wasn't like this. It was it was a slower pace. It was just a different small city. So with uh, things always going on, that is the type of active we're talking about, right? Yeah, I think that plays a role in it. I, I think they were really more talking about like um, fitness. There's always some of that going on too. Yeah, uh, they they look at the city's bike score, uh, which I know Joe, our production director, he's always biking. Uh, they look sure. at the number of hiking trails per capita, monthly fitness club costs, activities okay. to participate in, mm -hmm. anything, also uh, events in the sports and outdoor category. I mean, we have how many sports stadiums here? We have the soccer stadium, mm -hmm. football stadium. So we have three. Well, Great American, All-American all Ballpark. Great, Great American, American Ballpark, ball uh, excuse me. So what's that? One, two, three. three one, two, three. Yeah, three, right? And they'll pay for No, we, have we already done that? I think so. That was oh. I counted down. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's Bengals. A ton of stuff. FC. Uh, and if you really want to ca count one, I mean, at least it used to be Heritage Bank Center. Right. So, yeah, we got we got things. And we got five, the 5K, all the races that happen from time to time, too. Now, you were talking about where you lived in Virginia. It was slow. I grew up there. Mm -hmm. uh, and I tell some people this, and they get really shocked when I, when I tell them this. You know, we would just hang out. Me and my friends would just hang out in the parking lot of Kmart. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I never really understood that. Yeah. I think, okay, so when I was there, because I didn't grow up there with Roy, but we lived there at the same time for a little bit. Yeah. And it wasn't... I didn't notice people at the Kmart because I wasn't frequent in the We had Kmart. to be there at nighttime. When it was still... Oh, oh okay. In the that evening, in the evening, we'd all pull up your trucks and hang out at Kmart. Okay, well, the place where they were frequent when I was around mm -hmm. was the gas station. Oh, yeah, everybody going to the gas station, going to Sheets Gas Station. Yeah, was, was that a thing, thing when you were growing up, too? Yeah, everybody go to the gas station. Uh, I, and then we didn't really have that many clubs. 
It's yeah. so like I know that TGI Fridays and Applebee's would convert into a club after 9 p.m. <laughs> That's true. You get like a DJ in there. And sometimes a bouncer. Yeah. And they would move the uh, booths and tables back <laughs> and create kind of a dance floor at the TGI Fridays. They wanted you to get active. Yeah. <laughs> that's where I that's where I grew up and I did radio with Freddie. Oh man. That's a wild city. In, in, <laughs> in hindsight, I'm like, why was this ever a thing? I mean, but when you got there's not a whole lot going on, you know, it's not a whole lot of clubs and things to do. You just kind of, things create themselves. And pay know. a cover to get into the Applebee's, or we called the bees after nine, you the know? The bees. <laughs> and they check your ID at the door. Nine to two, Applebee's. Wow. Yeah, that two for 20, that's a whole new meaning now. <laughs> <laughs> that, we, that, that, that type of thing really did happen. Yeah, sure and, and I think it still goes on. You see kids hanging out at the, like in, in smaller cities like Roanoke, sure. Virginia. Sure. But I'm, I'm happy to be here. And I'm I am too. active. With real things, real events and and uh, outdoor uh, activities to be going on versus creating my own. Look, let's move all the booths out of the way. <laughs> Go party that's at a, Applebee's. That's a crazy <laughs> idea, but they did it. And you know, sometimes I was paid to DJ. You know, at TGI Fridays or Applebee's, <laughs> and so I would help them move the booths, booths Pre over, prepare the dance. Yeah, floor. prepare the dance floor. <laughs> Whatever you can do for a paycheck. It sounds it sounds so desperate. Now the worst cities that are active, and you hear these names, and you're like, yeah, I bet there's not a lot going on mm -hmm. there. Uh, let's see here, Halea, Florida. Don't know it. I, I not surprising. All that matters, it's in Florida. So Gilbert, Arizona. <laughs> Didn't even know it existed. North Las Vegas. Now I guess that's not where the strip is. No, outside. Yeah. Irving, Texas. I don't know what's going on in Irving. Four tickets to Bridal Rama. Yes, sir. Saturday, Sunday, February 3rd and 4th from 11 to 3 at the Sharonville Convention Center where you can plan your dream wedding. Book all of your vendors all in one day. I think I'll be swinging by that because I'm in wedding planning mode. In my house. How long have you been in winter pudding mode? In three years. You ever did anything like this? Gone to one of these? Uh -huh. Not with my fiance. Should go together. We should go together. Get everything booked all in one shot. Uh, what's really cool about Bridal Rama is that when you buy two tickets, you get two more tickets for free. I got four tickets for you right now. If you can answer this question, the average person does this 150 times every year. The average yeah. person does this 150 times per year. Oh, okay. <laughs> you have a guess, maybe? No. 150 times. Cancel plans. <laughs> not bad. So, okay. That's not it. I mean, if you if statistically, you do this a couple times a week. Wow. Okay. The, average per the average person. I would say to me in my head, not rich people. Us normal folk do this. Normal folk. Middle class? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I would say. Middle class, working class. Uh, let's go to Mel. What do you think it is? Honks their horn. Honks their horn. <laughs> ah, that sounds about right. That's beeping your horn a couple times a week. That's that's interesting. Right. Yeah. Um, Mel, that is incorrect. Oh. Okay. All right. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, that, that's a really great guess to me. 
I feel like hey, that's, that's about right. That's about right for me. <laughs> I was uh, someone beeped at me just last week. I was, I guess, not going fast enough for them. <laughs> you got beeped for going too slow. Uh, going Roy? too slow. But in my defense, I was already going like ten over. I mean, like, how fast do you want me to go? Oh, when you say slow, I think <laughs> thinking you're like, oh, I'm going thirty. No, I was already booking it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you want from? Are me? you clogging up the the fast lane? Uh, I guess I was. Uh-huh. Yeah, I Sorry, I didn't. I didn't want to go thirty over the posted <laughs> speed limit <laughs> and go to jail. All right, let's go to Maggie. Hi, Maggie. What do you think it is? Hi. Um, I think it is getting takeout. Getting a takeout. Oh uh, yeah. 150 times every year, that is incorrect. All right. All righty. Thank you so much. Uh, let's go to Christina. It's kind of along the lines of what Maggie just said. What do you think it is? Going out for dinner and drinks. Going out for dinner and drinks hmm. is incorrect. Oh. Uh, no worries. Call back. Uh, let's go to Nisi. What do you think it is, Nisi? I think it's checking your bank account. Checking your bank account. That's a creative one. Yeah, I'm starting to do that this year. I haven't done it today yet. I don't see that. <laughs> Trying to just be more conscious, right, financially, mm-hmm. and seeing what's coming in, what's going out, and what am I spending too much money on? I prefer to get the notification of an overdraft and worry about it then. <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I prefer. <laughs> just pray it all no, works out. Because then you think this is stressful. You think checking it every day is like, you know, anxiety ridden? Yeah. Getting that, uh, you know, being in line in your car de- de- declining. Every time, my card's ever, every time my card's ever decline, I go, that's about right. <laughs> <laughs> no, see, you can think quicker your feet. In that moment, you I'm know. like. I look dumb Come in the face, on. and I feel like it's a dead giveaway. No, you My know. face is like, oh, 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 I don't know. When you pull out your card, you're like, I don't know if this is going to work, but let's hope. Yeah. <laughs> Prayers. Insert here. Oh, this dang chip, it ain't working again? <laughs> Try to make up something. Nisi, that is incorrect. Thank you so uh, much for calling. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. The question, average person does this 150 times. Every year, I give you the clue that it's underneath my sink. Uh, we also give the clue that Freddie Mac uses it for his bathroom. Uh, trash can. Mm-hmm. Let's go to the phones. Chanel, what you got? What do you think it is? Is it the grocery bag you put in the little garbage can? Using a grocery bag in a garbage can. The average person does this 150 times every year. That is correct. Yeah. The actual no way. yes way. The more refined answer was using a grocery bag for something other than groceries. That is the answer, but uh, your answer does apply to that. So congratulations, you got the Brett Rama tickets. Yeah, congratulations, Chanel. Thank you. Yeah, it's, it's so convenient. Why use a big trash <laughs> bag for the tiny little trash? That's what I, I agree, but I will say I don't really use. The uh, can you put her down? I'm hearing the radio in the background. Oh. I don't really use the um, the the grocery bags for anything else, except uh, for, trash. For, except for like the bathroom things. I, I like I oh, store yeah. I store them. I have hundreds of grocery bags, mm-hmm. but I don't ever use them for anything else. Yeah, same. I don't they either know. go in the bathroom trash or if I need to throw something that went bad in oh, the fridge. Oh, that's a great idea. I haven't thought of that. And I just take the trash out in the. Plastic bag. I don't have to throw away the whole... Because, I mean, the kitchen trash might not be full yet. You know? I don't want to waste. That's a great idea. Yeah. I typically throw mine in a Ziploc bag and then put it in the regular trash can. You gotta listen up for this gap. Insert a couple of words, but...
I'm nervous. You won last week. You should be riding high. <laughs> okay, but typically I don't do well with this game. All right. Last week was maybe a fluke is what you said. Uh, okay. Kind of. And also, uh, Natalie's not here. She's sick. Uh, she'll be back with us hopefully tomorrow. So are you ready? It's harder with two people. I, I agree. Less time okay. to think. I'm ready, though. All right. Here we go. All right. Angelina Jolie. <laughs> Serena Williams. <laughs> Brad Pitt. <laughs> George Clooney. Emma Watson. Mm. Uh, Michael Keaton. <laughs> it's hard, man. It's not a lot of time to think. In my mind, you want to know what my strategy was just there? I was like, oh, he said Brad Pitt, and then I said George Clooney. I'm going to name all the characters I can from Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> and then I couldn't think fast enough. Couldn't think of Matt Damon, maybe? That's what I was trying to. And then Keaton came out. Can you try one more time? Okay, but if even if, okay, but I'm the true winner. But fine, we'll do it your way. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Kelly Clarkson. Okay. All right. Cat Williams. Oh. Reese Witherspoon. Oh. Oh. Carrie Underwood. Margot Robbie. Oh. oh. Lil Kim. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> Bernie Mac. Natalie Portman. Taylor Swift. Uh, Julia Roberts. Freaking out. Ed Sheeran. Cribs, Chris Hemsworth. Bruce Willis. Uh, Sandra Bullock. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Ryan Reynolds. Oh, uh, Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> I win. How do you barely? You were kind of cut off. No, I got it right in the gap just in time. You barely got it through. <laughs> Is this a tie? <laughs> no, I'm the true winner. I think we want one for uh, one. There. No, <laughs> I think the audience will judge oh, that I, Roy Brown, am the winner of Two Word Tango. Hey, good job. My strategy didn't work out. Somehow, though, when Natalie's here, I lose. It's the third person that steals a name that I was going to say Oh, that really? screws me up. Yeah, that can happen, too. I feel like it's harder with two people, but you think it's a little easier. I do. You're not going to steal all my celebrity names. Hmm. I still had Selena Gomez to get to, Nicki Minaj. I was going to just go through the roster of pop stars. That's the trick of the game. Justin yeah. Bieber. Yeah. I was going to do Ocean's Eleven. I was really going to go through the entire That's cast. That's a hard cast to do. Well, we did three of them. Well, yeah. I was, it, would, it should have been three. We did two. That's Bernie Mac? Two words. Two word tango. Cute. It's the birthday scam with Roy, Ned, and Freddie Mac on Q102. Lots of different ways to get in touch with us. Uh, probably one of the easiest, at the RNF show on socials. You can just send us a DM with all the details of somebody in your world you want a birthday scam. And uh, today is sister versus sister. So uh, Jamie wanted the birthday scam. Her sister, Lexi. And a while back, uh, Lexi had her bachelorette party. It was kind of a staycation type of vibe and uh, with all the girls. And they got spray tans for the first time. Well, Lexi and her fiancé at the time had like an agreement where they weren't going to be any adult entertainers. So Jamie okay. thought, oh, this is kind of... 
this is uh, more of a tamed bachelorette party than what I was expecting for my sister. So she wanted to add a little excitement to it and uh, for her birthday. So a new scam on Lexi today. Brenda's bed sheets on Q102. Hello? Calling for Lexi, please. Um, who's speaking? I, well, I'm assuming this is she. Is that right? Okay, I'm sorry. Who is this? This is Brenda. Brenda Zimmerman. Please excuse my voice dealing with a flare-up from a childhood injury. Larynx is two sizes too big. Anywho, I'm calling from the <laughs> hotel and spa here in Cincinnati. I saw that you had a recent visit with us. Oh, yeah, yeah. My girlfriends and I stayed there for my bachelorette party. Amazing. And I trust that you enjoyed your stay here. Well, yes, it was a very relaxing weekend. I am so happy to hear that. So I just have a few questions for you about your stay. Do you have a few minutes for me? Um, yeah, sure. Okay, well, first, I was wondering if you if you liked the color of our bed sheets. The color? Yes, the color. They were, they, they are, well, they were white. Uh, and I was wondering why you felt the need to dye them a different color. Okay, uh, wait, what does that mean? I don't... I, my, our maid service went to clean your room. They found the bed sheets were stained in the, the, this, like, orange brownie, brownish color. Were you aware oh of this? Oh, my gosh. Oh, no, wait. Okay, oh, my God. I am so... I got a spray that morning, and, you know, it must have... Okay, you guys know what, a, like, a spray, like a tan spray thing is? So it must have came off the sheets, and I feel so bad now. I'm so sorry. I, I I didn't even notice it was on there. Well, it was well, we noticed. And it looks like a damn Oompa Loompa was rolling around in your bed oh sheets God. there. Wait, so, excuse me? I, I well, I couldn't believe it either. So I had to take a look for myself and I saw it, honey. You were rolling around something crazy in those beautiful sheets. All right, first of all, there's no way. Well, I saw it for myself. It's the same way I found out that my ex-husband was cheating on me with Julie the Flues. And he tried he tried to wash the smell and tan stains out of the sheets as well. But I've been friends with her since fourth grade. I, I know her pheromones better than anyone. You understand? Well, are you are you still there? Are you still there, sweet pea? What's your name again? Who? Julie the Flues? She was my ex-best friend. Fourth grade, we've been friends. Okay, listen. I don't know who that is. And what's your name? Uh, my name is Brenda. Brenda Zimmerman. And there there will be an extra charge on the... It looks like an American Express was used for the room. So we're going to oh, no. have to be no, charged. No, no. Wait, wait. No. I feel that's extremely unnecessary, and I need to speak to someone. Well, the charges have the charges have already been made, sweet pea. The staff tried to run the sheets through the dryer several times; it won't come out. So, did you get a tan with a brown sharpie marker or something? Because it just it well, it's permanent. No, that's not fair. No, you are also a hotel, so you guys have plenty of sheets. Like, come on. Well, please don't please, tell us. Speak to somebody else. Don't tell us what we have. The sheets are directly from Egypt. Twelve hundred th thread count. Very comfortable sheet. So you will see a charge of eight hundred dollars oh reflected on the account, possibly the next billing cycle, depending no, on your. This, is absurd. this was a this courtesy is right. call. I, no, like seriously, please. I need to speak to a manager like now. You've, you've got her, honey. 
Also, we're going to prohibit you from staying in any of our hotels because of this destruction of property. I do apologize. Okay, you got to be joking. Are you serious? Well, I am as serious as a heart murmur. Our next call will be making. Uh, will will be making. Will be to Jamie. Same last name. Are you relations? Are you, are you sisters? Maybe. She she let us know about your spray tan adventures, and she's actually the one that got you set up on this birthday phone scam on Q102. Oh, my God. Lexi, no. are you what there? Is <laughs> <laughs> Who is this? Who is this? This, this, is, this is the Roy Nat and Freddie Mac show on Q102. Oh hey, Lexi, we, call, we called to say happy birthday. <laughs> Shut up. I can't. I can't do it. Oh, my God. Stop. Hey, Lexi. It's it's, it's Freddie Mac. How are you? I, I'm, I'm, I'm like all kinds of emotions right now. I'm all mixed up. I was so angry, and I don't even know how the hell I fell for that. Well, like, yeah. You got me so flustered. Well, J- Jamie said you wouldn't, you wouldn't let her get uh, any adult entertainment for the bachelorette party. Is that right? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. So my now husband and I, we... We had an agreement, and okay. he didn't really like it, but but yeah. <laughs> I get it. I, I totally understand. Congratulations on the wedding. Uh, I hear it went off without a hitch, so that's amazing. Congratulations. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah, thank congrats, you for that. Congrats on that. Happy birthday, too. We'll let you go. I'll get out of your hair. <laughs> you have a good one, okay? <laughs> oh, my God. I, thank you, guys. <laughs> Got somebody with an upcoming birthday you want to scam? Let us know. Look for the birthday scam link at WKRQ.com. You're driving home with Roy, Nat, and Freddie Mac on Q102. So, Freddie Mac, how late were you up watching this Cat Williams thing? Oh, it had, I think I saw 4, 4.30 on my clock. Couldn't sleep. And this kept my attention all night. This Cat Williams interview he did on Shannon Sharp's podcast. It's been, had the internet in a tizzy mm-hmm. last few days or so. And he said a lot of things on there about a lot of different comedians and Hollywood, this, that, and the other. He had an Illuminati things he said. <laughs> Kept my attention the whole time. Yeah, what's some of the stuff he was talking about? Uh, well, he basically said Steve Harvey and Cedric the Entertainer steal jokes and stole some of his jokes in the past. And well, everybody steals from everybody. Yeah. That is very true. Um... There was. Do you remember the show? You may may not remember hanging with Mr. Cooper. No, he was a comedian really. back in mainly in the nineties. He had this. Uh, he was a comedian, Mark Curry, and he had a show called Hanging with Mr. Cooper. Well, Steve Harvey had a sitcom, and it was very similar to the Hanging Out with Mr. Cooper show, where he would play the teacher, and he wore a suit to school, and it was the same vibe. But it was kind of the same show. And he also said something I didn't know about um, Steve Harvey. When, allegedly, when Bernie Mac got the role to play in the Oceans movies Mm -hmm. with George Clooney, Steve Harvey went to the directors and the studio, the Hollywood studios, and they tried to, he tried to get them to choose him instead. Oh, that's very Simon Cowell of him. uh, uh, They pretty much went behind his friend Bernie Mac's back and tried to get them to hire him. And he was like, hey, I'll take, I'll even take a pay cut. Just hire me. Don't hire him. You know, remember the, remember the Sony hack? 
was the Sony hack? Yeah, it was about 10 years ago. Sony got hacked and all these internal Sony emails got released. Oh, fame, And we yeah. learned that Simon Cow yeah. reached out to the executive producers of America's Got Talent mm -hmm. and said, fire Howard Stern, the radio DJ. Mm -hmm. uh, I'll film, I'll, I'll, I'll be cheaper. And yeah. we'll, I'll cut your production costs by making it in L.A. Oh, man. Because Howard required it to be in New York, New York. City for his job. Yeah. Uh, Wild. And so, yeah, he, like, went behind Howard's back to try to get him fired. So that's kind of what uh, Steve Harvey was doing. That's wild. Yeah. He told that story. He told a lot of different things, including one where he shares uh, a story. Because I guess there was a rumor for a long time that Cat Williams, the comedian slash actor, and Ludacris were cousins. So oh. Shannon Sharp asked him about that, and this is what he said. We were both invited to an Illuminati thing, and it had to be one or the other of us. One of us had to cut off all their hair and couldn't do the sideburn thing no more with the points. And the next person they said was going to get $200 million because they were going to pay him $10 million a movie to do 20 movies. And that's how the conversation happened. One of those persons turned out to be Ludacris, and the other person turned out to be Cat Williams. So he's basically saying, you're Ludacris. He, he buys into the Illuminati. Do you believe in the Illuminati? Yeah. Who do you think's running the Illuminati? Oh, I have no idea who's running it. I have no, I have no clue. But I, I think there is one of those things where there's smoke, there's fire. You hear so many things about... A lot of what he was talking about in that entire interview and then the Illuminati stuff, you hear so much about it. You're like, all right, there's got to be something to all this all this talk. If the, if the Illuminati, because to me, it sounds like a guy in the deep end. You know what I mean? The, the, it sounds a little conspiracy theory. Oh, yeah. Let's put some aluminum hats on. <laughs> uh, if the Illuminati is so powerful that they can give someone 10 movies... And I'm assuming at the time when this was offered, no one even thought there would be Tim. But if it's some, the power to do that, mm -hmm. couldn't wouldn't they have had the power to make that podcast not air? Maybe. You know maybe what I mean? Did, maybe they didn't know he said some of the stuff he said until it already went out. Oh. Or maybe they're like, ah, eh, it's Cat Williams. There's been rumors about him doing drugs and stuff. People aren't going to believe that. Oh. So they choose not to uh, use their power to erase interviews and stuff I like that. So he did, he, he did go on to say, I mean, how many Fast and Furious movies have there been? Um, halfway I'm, there. To halfway 20 there. movies or whatever. There's going to be 20 of those stupid um, movies? Who knows what the spinoffs would be, but there's what, 10, 11 so far? Yeah, working like on the that. 11th? Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So interesting. It, I, it caught my eye in here. Poor Vin Diesel. He's going to be in a walker by the 20th movie. <laughs> old they, better, they better hurry up. <laughs> Film You got to release two a year. Yeah. They got to be in shape. Mm-hmm. Jeez, do you know how much yo-yo I doing, uh, do during, like, two years? Let alone put the 10. Oh, that's what they did for the Stranger Things kids because they were, they were growing up so fast. They're like, all right, we got to record these and can them. We'll just, we'll release them. But the kids are, they're, yeah. they're turning into adults now. So we got to right. hold on. That's what Fast and Furious needs to do. Luda's losing some muscle mass, guys. We got to film another one quick. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Well, so, I love conspiracy theories. You know, uh, I remember back in 2012, and if you have your favorite conspiracy theory um, that you, you know, maybe you buy into it, or maybe you're like me, you just love hearing about them, you can call us at 513-749-2320. Uh, but I remember on the Animal Planet back in like 2012, 
they had a a documentary air mm-hmm. on the on the network, and it was pretty much proving that mermaids were real, and I believed it. I yeah. thought mermaids were real after after watching this documentary, and it was a mockumentary. But you know, it started off saying these scientists are stepping forward, and you know, and blah 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 blah, and yeah. they keep trying to put the the information is being shut out. But we have the inside scoop, mm-hmm. and they would show forensic evidence, and they would show all this scientific data. And at the very end of, it, I'm like, oh my gosh, the government's keeping mermaids from us. It was also 2012. I don't even think Instagram was out. You know, you couldn't fact check things quickly. (laughs) But man, was I blown away. Were you happy about it or were you just upset that mermaids exist? What was your personal opinion? I went went a while. I think I went like that evening and then the next day I was telling some people and they were like, oh, really? Mermaids are real? And I'm like, yeah, but not like the one from Disney. These are actual creatures. They look like big manatees, you know. See, sometimes I like to think... You think somebody came up with that using their imaginations? Mermaids. That's what we'll call them. So you believe in mermaids? Is that what you're saying right now? I just think it's a far-fetched idea. Oh, you're you're so easily swayed. And so am I, which I love. I I mean, that's that's what I like about conspiracy. It makes you think. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Maybe there's a different perspective to look at this. And mermaids is one of them. Yeah. And the same the aliens, too. (laughs) <laughs> for decades and centuries, right? But now there's all of a sudden there's evidence. Like there's a whole place in Nevada or wherever where they keep everything, right? It's well, like, no, they well, didn't just start doing this. They pretty much just came out and confirmed it. The government did, and we, we all didn't knew. care. But I will also, one other point is that I saw a documentary that uh, pretty much like us going to the moon is fake or something. And it had all yeah. this evidence about the lighting doesn't match and <laughs> it may- the flag moves and whatever. I'm not going to lie. Some of those, they make me think. Why haven't we been back and to I, the moon? And I'm and I was with a really smart <laughs> friend of mine, very educated guy. Yeah, he's now retired, but he's very well educated. And I told him about all these things, all this, you know, data and science with the, you know, we never went to the moon. And he was like, you know, it's fun amongst you and I, but you don't go around telling people that, do you? <laughs> you don't spread, <laughs> you don't spread this nonsense around to. Other human beings, do you? <laughs> He's like, you, you can't tell people that. They're, Why not? Don't tell people. <laughs> just challenge a little bit what we've always known or what they teach us. It's just fun. Oh. It's fun to me. It's, you know, well, if you, you, can, would, you can go crazy with it if you want, but I just like to laugh a little bit. Let's go to Lori real quick. What's your favorite conspiracy theory, Lori? My favorite conspiracy theory is the fact, uh, is the, the theory that the queen has something to do with Diana's death. Now, the Queen Queen great. Elizabeth. I, I want to get your phones. You sound a little far away. Queen Elizabeth had something to do with Di, uh, uh, Diana's death, is what you said, right? Yes. Okay. But what? I don't think she actually did. I think it was actually Charles and Camilla. Oh, the current king and queen consort. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I haven't okay. gotten to that episode of The Crown yet. Yeah, me either. It's on the, this most recent season. Evidently. Uh, and why do you think they did? Just you speculating or what? Well, in all the interviews I've seen, uh, when it comes to, you know, uh, the princes talking about their mom and the queen and everybody just has everything great to say. But there's something that William and Hen- that Harry know. And every time they talk about, you know, King Charles and Camilla, 
No. <laughs> I'm with you. <laughs> Within two seconds, you believe no, it. I, I know, because, well, to be honest, Lori, this ain't the first time I heard that. Because, I mean, I don't know. We're let, Let's be real, right? Let's just kind of think Let's let's think this through, because we're on the outside. Okay. Um, <laughs> let's go down the path. Queen Elizabeth, what reason would she have to... You know, right. Diana wasn't a part of the family and all that, because I've heard that side too. Queen Elizabeth did it. But what Lori's saying is how many time how many TV shows or movies is it gonna take for you to understand? Like when the husband cheats with a new woman mm -hmm. and they gotta figure out some way to get rid of the wife that's <laughs> been there. We've seen this play out in movies before. We've seen it on Lifetime. I, I know what yeah. you're saying. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Oh, I'm just saying it. It makes some sense. <laughs> Lori, thank you. I, I think... I want to know. That's really what it is. Oh, we all just want to understand a little bit better about how the world works. Who did what? I love you guys so much. I love conspiracy theories. They make me laugh. I love them. I love learning about them. I love the emotional journey because then I'll start believing in them. Yeah. And then I have to pull myself back. And I'm like, okay, Roy, come on, let's focus. Yeah. This is any happening. At the very <laughs> least, though, it makes you think just about a different perspective. Okay. That's what's so fun about it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Lord, I love listen, that you have to pull yourself we, uh, out of it. We got to go. We got to go take the aliens out for a walk. I'll talk yeah. to you later, okay? <laughs> Thanks. All righty. Bye now. Uh, okay. <laughs> Last night was the Golden Globes. What is the big winners? Who who racked up? Uh, well, the ones you would expect. Oppenheimer. Yeah. Uh, Christopher Nolan, who directed Oppenheimer. Uh, Robert Downing Jr. <laughs> he was in Oppenheimer, Best Supporting Actor. Barbie had a win. Uh, Barbie did win. Um, uh, lost it on my sheet here. But, yeah, they did win. They did take home some trophies. Well, wasn't exactly there, what wasn't, you expect. Wasn't there a rumor that Taylor Swift stormed out when Barbie won and she lost? There was a rumor that said that. But I don't know that that's necessarily the truth. It's a, it's a great Subject heading for a headline? internet story, headline for yeah. a story, but I don't think that's what happened. She just happened to lose that category, and why else would you stay? It's a long, it's a long program to sit through, and you're not truly an actor. You're right? telling me, man. When I graduated high school, my last name's Brown. <laughs> One thing I wanted to do was storm right out <laughs> after I got my diploma. <laughs> I hear you in the bees. <laughs> yeah, you got a long way to go. Long way to go. Well, they're saying like she obviously didn't win in that category. Barbie won, and then also <laughs> the host comedian Joe Coy had a Taylor Swift joke that she didn't like, and all the cameras pointed to her at this very moment, and she was just taking a sip of her drink. Big difference between the Golden Globes and the NFL. On the Golden Globes, we have fewer camera shots of Taylor Swift. I swear, there's <laughs> just more to go to. <laughs> I thought that was a great joke. I think it's a great joke. It's true. Yeah, I mean, they, they the do go is, to yeah, they go to Taylor quite a bit. Yeah, she brings they, in the ratings. They've done it a little less, I'd say, over the last couple of weeks or so. But I mean, earlier on, they were go every two seconds. We were all talking about it. I couldn't stand it. So I understand the joke. I thought it was great. He he got a lot of crap for hosting uh the Golden Globes. Yeah. Um they're saying he bombed. I thought he did okay. It, it seemed fine. I was telling Roy, I was kind of watching some of the um the recap videos and stuff like that. And based on his reaction, it seemed like they weren't actually laughing. And for TV, 
they put in like a laugh track or something. Oh, that's rough. Because that's his rough. Re- his reaction was like, "Come on, like you, you got I got asked to do this ten days ago." He was okay. like pretty upset because it's. I mean, the looks on their faces was pretty dry. So uh, this is a joke um, he was telling, and he was kind of adoring Robert De Niro, who was in the crowd, and Robert De Niro laughed. Robert De Niro's here. I'm a bit awestruck. This guy's amazing. Decade after decade. Your last performance has got to be your greatest performance ever. How'd you get her pregnant at 80? <laughs> I thought it was a great joke. <laughs> but the laughing in the background, I'm not so sure that was the people actually in the room. I, I can't really tell. Yeah. But based on his reaction to some of his other jokes, it didn't seem like it was doing very well. Very, first time hosting. I think he's a really funny comedian. The internet doesn't seem to like him. You make jokes about Taylor Swift. You go in a certain pile. I feel like on the internet. True. That's true. The fans will come after you. I did like, uh, you know, Suits ended up being the most streamed show on Mm -hmm. Netflix this past year. Yeah. So I did see that the cast of Suits reunited on stage. And I'm trying to think, gosh, when did that show go off the air? It's been, it was on the air for years. Yeah. Uh, Uh, Late 2010s. This is when it it came on the air. Uh, But they, they they reunited on stage, which I thought was really cool. Of course, Meghan Markle was not on stage. And then, um, Uh, the other main guy, what's his name, Rick Hoffman, uh, the other main actor wasn't there for that. Uh, Christopher Nolan paid tribute to Heath Ledger. That was another big moment that everybody yeah. talked about. Something that I saw on my feed with the Golden Globes was Pedro Pascal in a sling. What happened to Pedro? He got some serious injury, apparently. So, I haven't seen the exact injury, but yeah, he hurt himself. It I was, was real. I was worried about him after that. Yeah. So. For TV2, Succession won big. Yeah. Um, the best drama series. That was a big take home. And I mean, it was one of the shows of the decade. You know, it's going to go to a nap pile. So um, I got to get back to succession and try to finish it. <laughs> you haven't finished it? It's not, I'm not proud of it because I am one that once I start a show, I got to see it through. Oh, I don't. But I it's one of the, it's one, no, I, I hate to bail, but it's one of those shows you really have to pay attention. You do? I, I found that if you get on your phone and you start scrolling and stuff, you're going to miss something important. So I'm all in on football. I love this for you. I don't really, I've never really been a big fan of football, even though I played it for uh, like seven years of my life. I was the center all throughout like elementary and middle school. And then like one year high school, when I got to high school playing football, that's when it got serious. Yeah. They take it very seriously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I and I immediately realized I was not going to be able to go from JV to varsity because they wanted me to like be working out at 5 a.m. And I'm like, in the summer? <laughs> there was, there was no, not even school in session. And they wanted two days? Yeah, you got to work out. No, 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 no. No, not Roy Brown. Yeah, so um, you've gotten away from it since then. Well, but even when, even when I was in football, I had no clue what was going on. Okay. You know, because most of the plays, all, all my main job was was just to snap the ball. And make sure nobody went past me. And block people, yeah. That's about Pretty it. Simple. I mean, the tackles are the one who kind of moved it a certain way for, yeah. you know, whatever. Uh, so I don't know what's going on with football. And I, and, I, and I really struggle connecting with it. And I see people get really passionate about it. Well, this year, towards the end of the season, I'm finally getting into it. Yesterday, I went to the bar and I watched the Bengals game. And then I watched uh, the Miami Dolphins play. Okay. And I've been watching Hard Knocks on HBO. Ooh. Phenomenal show. Okay. Let me tell you something. I think every single team needs to do a reality show that runs concurrently with the season. 
So okay. that way, people like me who don't understand football gets to learn the players. We know what's going on. I think it's interesting because, you know, I'm, a, I'm able to watch them lose, and then I see how they react to it the week after. Yeah. Which I love. I mean, I hate that for the team. It sucks for them. But I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, I'm so so fascinated by hard knocks. Yeah. But do you, get, you have a lot. Well, it won't help you with uh, this season, but you can go back and rewatch all the old. They've been doing this show since like 2001. And someone told me that the Bengals have been on it a couple twice. times. Twice mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Uh, 2013 and 2009. They've been on twice. Okay. Is that when? Um, yeah. All right, I'll have to go back. Weren't and the watch greatest it. years for the Bengals, mm-hmm. and that's how it used to sort of be. Like it wasn't, it wasn't during the season like what you're seeing now. I love the way they've done that, and and also it was primarily bad teams they would focus on. Oh, or teams that didn't have the greatest records. Oh, because the, because the other teams, the other teams didn't want that pressure. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. I can almost think that the pressure like, helped to the Dolphins. Maybe it's like, how, why is this team so bad? Let's do a <laughs> let's do a show on it. You know, why is this team? Why can't they get over the hump? So what you're saying is that if our radio show ever got a reality TV show, I should be a little skeptical. <laughs> yeah, you'd be like, what's wrong with these fools? Why can't? <laughs> Why can't they do math very well? Why does Let's Roy do- laugh and nobody laughs with him? Yeah. Let's figure that out. I love that. They're going to want to <laughs> They're going to want to talk. You know how they talk to people's families yeah. and they talk, you know, the wives of the football uh, sure. players and stuff, coaches or whatever behind the scenes. They're going to want to talk to my parents. <laughs> my, my parents are so off the grid. Uh-huh. Like they're not going to want to be on camera. And then God. my dad's not going to smile. It's going to frustrate the producers. My parents will all be Southern. And then my dad's going to be in his garage, you know, smoking. (laughs) Natalie's mom gets bleeped every other word. (laughs) (laughs) Natalie will tell you herself. My parents will have, like, weird connections to the industry. They'll be like, yeah, well, you know, whenever my son was a kid, he did all the buttons on the elevator. He just loved hitting buttons, and now he's on the radio hitting buttons. Yeah. So if you want, <laughs> if you want to pay attention to something you don't love, hopefully they do a behind the scenes look at it like Hard Knocks because it I got Roy it. into football. I love that got, for you. It got me into football. I will say, whenever I'm watching football at home in my living room, yeah. a bit of a snooze fest. I get it because it's just the game. But when you get like a behind the scenes look into things, right? It can take a whole different spin. And when I'm at the bar and there's other people and they're clapping and they're excited and you know there's an energy. I love all that. Yeah, stop watching at home alone. I know because I end up falling. It's just you don't rough. know what's going on. No, alone. So it's like a twofer. Right. <laughs> like you don't know what's going on, and you're just like, man, this is kind of boring to watch alone. It is like a thing, if you, especially if you don't know what's going on. Watch it with other people, the general uh, yeah. public at a bar. It's well, great. and I had to like really unpack that because when I was watching it with my brother-in-law at his home, I loved it. It went by so See? quick. He's a big, he's a big uh, football fan. Uh, then I was watching at my own home, and I'm like, why am I not still into this? Where, where's the disconnect? It's the people. Yeah. And then I also love it's a social saw, thing. I was talking about this before, and I, I know we got to wrap up, but I was talking about this before. I love commercial breaks to get on my phone. Because typically, whenever I watch TV that's streaming, I just stream on demand. I take a look at my phone, and my fiance gets mad that I'm on my phone missing the TV show. Yeah. Well, now I have a reason to be on my phone. Commercials. And I, and I love the little break that it gives me. <laughs> And if you're watching Hard Knocks at home, 
obviously. You can watch it on Max. Get the lowest tier that has the ads. There, there we go. <laughs> I, need to, I, I need to downgrade. That's what I need to downgrade do. Downgrade your plan so yeah. it can give you a little 60-second break. Oh, that's brilliant. I'll yeah. tell my fiance, I'm just trying to save money. Yeah. I'm being fiscally responsible. M- meanwhile, I'm just addicted to my device. <laughs> Gotta okay. scroll. All Anybody right. else watching this? <laughs> Big news coming out of the Cincinnati Zoo and Botanical Garden. This is going to be the last year to see the king penguins waddle through the zoo. That's really sad. Why? Penguin are they leaving? Par- you well, yeah, they are. Penguin parades are coming to a close uh, because the penguins who march the zoo grounds are retiring. Retiring, yeah, that's very, very sad. You know that is true. Do, animals do retire. Like I have yeah. a, a service dog. Her name is Callie. She's a medical alert dog. She's trained to do a certain service dog task because there's like three or four of them she's trained in. And she's and, a real service dog. He didn't just order the vest off. Not Amazon. her name is on. She went through the real, real academy. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, <laughs> you got to say that because I told Everybody's somebody. Got a I, told, dog I know. I told someone I have a service dog, and then you know, then I see a you know a Chihuahua. Who just has a Amazon vest that I, you know what I mean? Yeah, a little Velcro. So, um, which would listen if they're if they're actually trained to do something that helps you, power to you. Um, but but so but my they always tell you in the academy like one day, like your dog wants to work and one day they're not going to want to work. Yeah, makes sense. And you can't force them like mm. so. And so I guess the penguins are getting to that age where they're not going to want to work, and it's getting just a stubborn. matter of time. Yeah. You know, it's like they, human beings, right? We get sure. older, and it's just time is it's up, and we also get stubborn, <laughs> and right? We get more and more stubborn, and uh, no one can tell you anything because you live longer than they have. I know your bosses are younger than you, and you're like, you know what? I'm putting in my t- <laughs> putting in my uh, last uh, clock out here, retiring, calling it quits. Yeah, I, are I'm already the same pretty thing. stubborn, so I'm kind of worried about me when I get old. Oh, it's only going to get worse, dude. I know, and I'm pretty bad as it is. I'm fully aware <laughs> of my problems. <laughs> well, so anyways, we lo- I'm going to have to go and go see these penguins one last time. As a reminder, the penguin parades take place at 11 a.m. on Saturdays, Sundays, and holiday Mondays. And they're going to continue through the end of February. So uh, you do still have a little bit of um, time to go see them. And uh, regular admission tickets for the zoo, uh, so you can go see the parades, are currently discounted. So we wish the, the our penguin friends a good retirement. Yeah. Q102, it's the Roy Nat and Freddie Mac show. It's time to say goodnight, everyone. Except, unfortunately, our Natalie Jones, she was sick today. She actually came to a meeting, uh, and then she was too sick to finish the day. So she went home to rest. I hope she's feeling better tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, and that's why she's not on the show today. But Freddie Mac, how do you want to start things off? I would say good night, everyone, except car wash dryers. You okay. know the, the the machines at the very end of the car wash when you're driving through, and they just don't dry it the way I don't. I just do it because I have to. But I don't love getting out and having to wipe down with my own little towel I keep in the car. For this reason, by the way, because it's not completely dry. I just wish there was a little bit more time for your car to dry off in that the drier section of the car wash. It's you know, not enough. I uh, I now have a garage, but in my old home, I I didn't have a garage. I had to leave my car on the driveway, and I had a bunch of trees. Okay. And so uh, leaves fall from the trees. Yeah. Sticks fall from the trees. Bird stuff. Birds fall from the trees. No, no, no. So, so, 
<laughs> I know. I just went with it. Okay. <laughs> uh, so I went. <laughs> I went to the uh, every time I would go to the the car wash, and I would go through the dryers. It was like a tornado of debris flying from the wow. hood of my car that kind of sunk in. Yeah, all the leaves that got caught <laughs> yeah. in the hood of the car. Yeah. It would fly out. It's an adventure uh. every time. And now I just know, all right, I'm going to have to get out and wipe down the back windshield because the dryers just don't, you're not in there long enough. You're right, yeah. Oh, I wish it, we could do better as a society. I'm going to say good night to everyone except non-stick pans when they don't work. I got a non-stick cookie sheet, and uh, I put some croissants on them. Okay. And they all stuck to the non-stick cookie sheet. They're not, the sticker said it didn't stick. Right and, in your I, body. and even the croissant thing says put your oven at 350 for non-stick pans. I did it, and mm. everything stuck to the bottom. They I was lie. so disappointed. Yeah. And Sorry then I am that. scraping it off. Using a spatula. <sighs> did it ruin your croissants, though, on the bottom of it? Yes. It did? It did ruin it. Hard as a brick, huh? Yeah, especially because I stuffed my croissants with a meat and cheese. <laughs> so then, like, I'd, I'd rip out the croissant, yeah. and then the debris from inside the croissant would spill onto the pan. It was a nightmare. Yeah, it sounds like a mess. It was a mess, man. You're, you're such a chef over there, though. You tried. I was trying to do something. Wrong fancy. pan. Yeah, go back to the old days. Put aluminum foil down. Stuffed sausage uh, croissants for breakfast. I tried. <laughs> it would have been good. It would have been good. <laughs> uh, okay. Maybe, you know what? Maybe, you know what I think went wrong? What? I put sausage in the croissants. I think if I didn't, uh, then the grease maybe soaked down. I think that's probably what oh, happened. Oh, maybe you're right. Yeah. You didn't say that at first. Right. No. I'm still with you, though. I support you. Thank you. I'll say you have a, a few minutes left to enter the code word Kelly on your Q102 app for your chance to win tickets to the Kelly Clarkson show in New York, $200 in cash, and um, tickets to see the musical Wicked all in New York. We're doing that now. Every hour, new co-words. So this hour's co-words, Kelly. Got a few more minutes for that. Good luck. And then the new keyword comes with K coming up next. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. It's the Roy Nat and Freddie Mac Show replay.